You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Father Paul Rutten. We're broadcasting today from St. Mary's in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We've been having some great conversations. Yeah. Absolutely. And so what's new here at St. Mary's, Father? Well, you know, all kinds of things, all kinds of things. So we had on earlier Missy Bomberger, who mm-hmm. uh, I got uh, the pleasure to work with. Uh, Could have talked to her for hours. When I was, uh, I know, I know, when I was in Watertown. Uh, and so we actually, uh, I created the exact same position uh, here at St. Yeah. Mary's. Be, again, because of a variety of reasons, but I really see this need uh, to begin to help our adults uh, live this faith in a different way. Uh, and so I, I'm excited because I think in the midst of everything, mm-hmm. uh, it really is an opportunity for us to really begin to say, how is the Lord working in the midst of our lives and the circumstances, uh, the things that are happening? Uh, and as a parish, you know, how do we uh, get out of ourselves? You know, mm. um, one of the congregations... Uh, over in the Vatican, came up with kind of a new document talking about the parish life uh, and the parish mission and, and really this idea of, of really getting out of ourselves. You know, Pope mm-hmm. Francis has said that that numerous times. And I think that this is the challenge that that we as Catholic Christians don't realize that simply by our existence, we reflect an image of Christ mm. to the world. Mm-hmm. No matter, like, through our baptism, like, our, we have been transformed. And so w- it's a constant coming to an awareness. What does that look like? What does that mean? Yeah. How do I live differently in yeah. a world? Um, and that's where I, I think what's so great is we have 2,000 years of this. Right. You know, and so there's many times where we can look in the history of the church and the world had n- nothing to want to do with Christianity. Right. And Christians still lived and well, I, thrived. I think it's interesting because I'm reading a book by St. Basil the Great right now on social justice. Oh, sure. And what I find really fascinating, because I'm teaching that to my women's group. Oh, nice. And the overarching theme, and it, it makes so much sense, and I knew this, like I knew it in my brain, but I didn't feel it, you know, yeah. the importance of a human. Right. The importance of being human. Mm-hmm. Being adopted sons and daughters of God. And I have spent so much time teaching on that, thinking on that, praying on that. But that's where it all begins. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I often will say when I do a homily for baptism, I use the the gospel of let the children come to me, which I always say is an odd one for baptism because it doesn't ever talk about baptism. Mm. But it talks about eternal life and it says, you know, you, you must accept the kingdom of God like a child. And the, the question that I ask, and I still have yet to get anyone to disagree with me, if you bring a baby into a room, the room changes mm. instantly. Like, mm. you bring a baby in and everyone responds differently. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks at the baby. Every, and I say, what has it done to deserve this? Mm. Like, because here's what I think. There's this subtle then lie we believe. Because if you or I walk into the room... Without the baby, people don't respond like that. But but why mm. does this baby get so much 
like attention simply because it is. And then we don't. Now, again, someone would say, if I was like, oh, Heather, like, <laughs> you'd be like, but this real realization, like when I walk into the room, the room changes. Yeah. Because Christ is coming into this room. And I'm meeting Christ in this room. And this real idea of, do I really believe this? Mm-hmm. That, that I make a difference simply by being. And so when I drive by a homeless person, or I see someone that I don't like, and I ignore them, mm-hmm. and I don't give them the dignity of a human, like, that's wrong. Like, that's wrong. And I've said this before, and I don't know if I've said it on air. When we were in seminary, our moral theologian was the Vatican's moral theologian. Uh, so our theology teacher for morals was the guy who is... Wow. The th- so, we figured <laughs> it. so we asked him the question, what are we supposed to do with all the beggars on the streets of Rome? Mm-hmm. And he said, give them their dignity. He said, if you walk by the same homeless man day after day after day and you never learn his name, you have failed. You don't have to give him money, but you have to give him dignity. And he has a name, and he might give it to you, but you should stop and ask. But if you walk by and you never give him dignity, then you have failed. And it's much easier just to give money. Yeah. Give him food, give him money, go away. You're not emotionally connected. Right. But this real challenge, like, so, so who are the people that I struggle to see dignity? even if they don't see it in themselves. You know, and so to really pray for that grace, like, Lord, how do I, like, how do I bring you? Like, you, Lord, you want to meet this person. And I think that's what we loved about St. Teresa of Calcutta. Yeah. And she just did it. Yeah. Like, she just did it. Uh, and now it's our turn. Like, how do I do this? Like, what does that look like, you know? And so even for me, you know, as the pastor of St. Mary's. And and what I love about the parish of St. Mary is many of our parishioners live right here in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So I go for walks all the time, (laughs) all the time. Like COVID was helpful in that sense yeah, because I didn't have anything else to do. So I'd go for walks. And so there was sort of this like, who spotted Father Paul last? (laughs) Uh, And I love it because I get out there. in the world is? (laughs) Uh, So, you know, you get out there and then people see you. Uh, and, And I have to realize they're not just seeing me they're seeing Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as when someone walks by me, it's not just a person. Mm-hmm. It's Christ. Uh, and so uh, how do I live differently in that way? Right. Uh, how do I live in such a way that, that it, it's, it's helpful for us? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that would be, again, this question about, you know, with morals uh, and justice uh, and all of those things, um, what does that look like? Right. You know, what does social justice look like when I'm actually treating a person like a person or I'm not? Right. So how do you justify in your own head or what's, I don't know how to ask this question, you know, in a really profound way. So I'm just going to ask it. All right. So you you have someone like, say, in your family that say maybe they have an addiction issue. Mm Mm-hmm. And over and over and over again, you feel like you've been Christ to this mm-hmm. person. Where's the boundaries? Are there boundaries? Oh, yeah. I mean, I do think there are. And I think sometimes that's where it might take, 
being part of a group that can help us understand what the healthy boundary looks like. It, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that I have to let them walk all over me, um, mm -hmm. but it does mean that I still have to, to treat them as a person. Um, and I have to also be able to say, what am I capable of at this point in my life? You know, and so at, at this point right now, this is where I'm at, you know, and, and I don't have the ability to, to be, you know, to let you in the house or mm -hmm. to, to socialize with you right now. And I'm going to work on that and I'm going to pray about that. And I'm going to really see, maybe I'll never be able to, you know, actually have that kind of a relationship. But do I still desire to see the dignity uh, and ask the Lord, like in prayer, like, Lord, uh, help them. And they might not. This is the mystery. Free will. They right. may never. Right. You know, you look at the, I mean, this is the mystery. You look at the two thieves on the cross. Uh -huh. Both looked at the same man. Both were in the same situation. One responded one way, one responded another. And I think this is the thing. Like, I'm not responsible for that person's actions. Right. You know, and so I do have to be able to say, well, you know, I don't let everybody into my house or I don't let everyone. Right. Um, but I also... And that's not what's asked of us. Right. No, no, no. And same thing. That would be like, well, I'm not giving this guy money. Mm -hmm. But he asked me for it. Well, I'm not giving it. Right. Dave, Don, Jim, Bob, <laughs> whatever is... But I need to give him dignity. Right. The other thing that I think would be, would be helpful, and I kind of challenged our parish and myself this last weekend, um, is there someone we should be begging the Lord to heal... In the same way that that mother begged the Lord mm. to heal her daughter. Oh, wow. And again, they weren't together. And the daughter wasn't present for what the mother was doing. So there was this separation in that. But even this question, and so for me, there there is a person that, that really came to mind. Um, well, and he made her ask. Numerous times. I mean, like, it was it was a process. Yes. And I said to the people, five minutes. Can you spend five minutes a day? And just ask the Lord, bless this person, heal this person, free them from the demon that they have. Hmm. And then be done with it. Five minutes though. Like, do, do we love a person enough that I would give up five minutes and beg the Lord? Yeah. Because I know what would like, I mean, I know what it would be like if they could just be free. Yeah. I know what it would be like if they could let go and let God really transform their life. But I can't do it for him. Why do you think the Lord had her ask multiple times, the mother? Because I think it, it, the Lord wants us to realize that we also have to dig deep within ourselves and to come to a place that we know what we're asking for. Hmm. And I know in my own life, like this idea, like when things are easy, I never really know how bad do I want it. <laughs> right. Until it gets a little harder. And it's, I think, a model of prayer. Like sometimes prayer is dry. Like, I can sit for an hour and there's nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just going to quit. Well, I know better than that. Because I've prayed enough to know that some days it's an hour of dry. Um, I know sometimes it doesn't make sense as well. I mean, think about raising your kid. Sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense to her. And you know it, it won't. You know that no matter how hard you try to explain this, it isn't going to make sense. Yeah. And you just, at the end of the day, say, trust me. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Trust me, it's going to be, it's going to be okay. Uh, you know, and, and she didn't really know what the miracle was for her daughter. Right. Just that her daughter was healed. 
Uh, so whatever that looks like. But I really do think this ability to say, do like, Lord, who, what are you asking of me? Hmm. You know, because I can't pray for everybody. Yeah. But to really say, if the Lord puts somebody on my heart, I'll just keep praying. And we're starting, we're going to um, start the, I've been start working on the Novena to St. Monica. Oh. Again, there's a woman. Right. Prayed nonstop Please. for my son. Yeah. Uh, and so just this ability. But what we begin to realize is we're changed by it too. Hmm. And I begin to realize that the solution to that person's problems or what I think are their problems isn't up to me. It's not. But what's up to me is, is to have a love for somebody so much that I would spend this time huh. and I would spend this effort. Why not? You know, I, when I was newly ordained, I went up to the hospital. And so, you know, you're wet behind the ears. Uh, <laughs> and I anointed this guy who was in his mid-40s and dying of liver failure. Mm. Uh, he was a really bad alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I was like, it was, so it was a beautiful moment, you know, because there he is in bed, you know, and last rites, all of the things that you need. Um, and as we stepped out of the, the hospital room, the dad just said, finally, Father, my prayers have been answered. Like, my son is free. Like, I'm sad mm-hmm. that, that this is the path his life took, but my, my prayers are answered. Like, Christ came in that moment, in his last hour. Uh, and, and it might be that for a lot of people. And that can seem tragic, but the other tragedy would be that Christ doesn't come. Right. That there isn't somebody that loves that person enough to say, would you, I'm calling the priest. <laughs> uh, because I love you enough to know that this is needed. And I think this is what we need, you know, as a church to be able to see that we're all responsible hmm. to our call as baptized Christians to be Christ for another person. So what does that look like? I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it looks like for you. I don't know what it looks like for me. Every times, minute it's different. But I have to just keep saying, Lord, I'm all you got. Here I am. Here I am. <laughs> Lord, this is it. I, You know, and so let's go do it. Yeah. However you want to use it. And I might not even know it. You know, I think about this, like, so there's one of the little kids, and this happens to priests all the time. <laughs> and so I know I'm not, I'm not unique to this, but the little kid runs up and he always says, hi, God. Oh. And it's like, <gasps> and it's this responsibility in a sense, like, like I am, I am God to him. Oh my gosh. Like he sees me and he sees God. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Now. I, at the same time, I can't put myself on this pedestal and say I'm God. Right. But but to deny this kid, like, so when he wants to, to hug my legs, <laughs> like, how does God say no? Yeah. Like, so you're like, okay. All right. And then you kind of like, you know, <laughs> but this ability like this, this, this mm-hmm. like, how do we help people? Well, the one thing I always want to tell people is not to... They're always afraid. Right. They're always afraid. I don't know enough. Right. You, you don't, don't need to, to. No, you don't need to know. You just let them use you. Yeah. And then you might discover it's not about you. Yeah. I mean, I, I witnessed to somebody simply by my clerics and walking through the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he saw me. And, and that was it. That's all it took. Like to see a priest walk by. Yeah. Don't make it difficult. No. I didn't, I didn't do anything. 
I walked by. And what did Christ do? He walked by. He walked by Matthew. He walked by James and John. Like, as Christians, Christ is saying, will you let me walk by through you? I love it. Father Paul, it's always such a pleasure to work with you. It's always great to have you here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Folks, if you missed any of the show, it was a great one. You can always check out our uh, podcast on the app or on our uh, website, realpresenceradio.com. But there's plenty more fantastic stuff coming up the next two days. It's only Wednesday. It's been a long week for me already, but (laughs) it's only Wednesday. Every week. I say I, I, I've said to people it's the longest day in the shortest month. <laughs> That's so true. Like, every day feels like it's like, huh? And then I'm like, <sighs> how has school started? I know. Like I was like, oh my gosh, where did the summer go? So we're gonna go up to Eli in Fargo, and he's gonna share with us All what's right. happening tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Heather. Great show today. A lot of interesting segments. Got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, nine to eleven a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer, coming to you from our Grand Fork studio. They'll visit with Stella Jeffrey about evangelizing others through hospitality. Then, at 9.30 Central Time, make sure you get your questions ready for Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer, as we'll be having straight talk. So make sure you get those questions ready. They'll be answering your questions at 9.30 Central. What and questions? Questions? All the questions. questions. Every all single question. Them. Like, oh about gosh. everything. Questions. Man. <laughs> and then, of course, we'll hear what's on the, the mind of the Bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Bishop John Quinn. All this and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Thanks, Eli. I like to harass Eli. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Got to keep him on his toes. I know. He harasses us all through the show, folks. Yes. So, you know, it's only fitting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so it has been a fantastic show. Uh, don't forget the taste of goodness. And there's a special yeah, raffle item. There is. You know, people, uh, the Rutten Radio brothers have decided that we would offer ourselves as an auction item. So to the to no 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 to the highest <laughs> bidder, uh, we will come to your house, the three of us, and we will do a. Rutten Radio live from your house. We won't actually broadcast it on the radio. That uh, we'll could do be the cool, show uh, at your house for your friends and family. Uh, there'll be some food provided as well, and we've decided that an hour and a half okay uh, is as far as we're driving <laughs> okay uh, or traveling uh, for it. But so it should be interesting. People have always wondered what it's like. Yeah, uh, and so here, here's your opportunity. Well, uh, and when I heard about this raffle, I said no thanks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's I'm right. kidding. I'm that's kidding. That's because you put up with us for how many years? How many years you had to sit in that studio and you're like, I miss oh, it desperately. I really do oh, miss it. They I just do keep miss talking. it. You guys, you guys are so much and fun. Talking. Yeah. So look for that taste I'll of goodness raffle. I will be at the taste of goodness. Me too. Yeah. I'll see you there. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Will you part us with a blessing? Sure. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. God bless you guys. Thanks, Father. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com. 
or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.